hello again. You're probably wondering why I'm saying again, because this is the first time you've heard me say hello. However, this is the second time I've said it. Because somebody <laughs> forgot to press big red button. But hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 30 of the Bento Box Gaming Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicholas Takanakis. And joining me, as always, is the voluptuous Jordan Maller. Howdy, howdy. How, how are we doing now? Jordan, are, are we are all of our levels are good? Yes, I'm still tired. <laughs> okay, we're um, both very exhausted. It's a very gray, rainy, misty, snowy week. Yeah, and uh, Jordan unfortunately made a made a small whoopsie, but it's okay. We were, we it's we fine. didn't even like begin. We were still doing our you know our our little banter, you know, little shooting the shit action. He was talking about his dog that he got. Yes, got her yesterday. Uh, she turned. She literally turned two months on Sunday. Uh, Actually, yes, I need puppy pictures. Was it like, right Sunday? Now. So yeah, it was Sunday. We got her. I think. God, the days have all blended together since. But I've been like the only one home, really. So like, yeah. I've been just like constant monitoring and all that stuff. So I'm very, especially today, because I think she has like a little bit of separation anxiety. Yes, or like, that's the thing that happens. Yeah, like I would, I would like put her. We have like an exercise pen for her because, like, we okay. didn't want to just put her in a cage because that's like a little too claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would put her in there and I would like go to take a shower and like immediately she would start barking and and yelping like and you know it, it's very hard to 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 overcome that as a as a dog parent just like oh like I have to shower I have to do these things. Please stop oh yeah, no, sad. they they get super attached super super quick, but it's adorable. Yeah, yeah, but um, but I uh, I'm very happy. Her name is Ellie. Uh, we were torn between uh, Ruby and Ellie, and uh, you know, uh, my my dad had the same philosophy, uh, like quote unquote, with both uh, with uh, my brother Jamie and myself, that you don't name a dog until you see it. Yes. So uh, that that is why I. They did not know my name until I was born, and same thing with Jamie's. <laughs> my dad, my dad would say that straight to my mom, wait, so straight to my you, mom's face. Wait, it's like hold on. you don't name a dog before you see it. So your mom is there, just gave birth to you or your brother. <laughs> yeah, and she she looks at your father, and you go, "Wow, we really should have picked a name beforehand." You don't name a dog before you see it. That's fine, but this is a human being. It's a human <laughs> well, being. They had they had like a list of names. They like they they had a list. They they refused to settle on on one gotcha. or two. So I I know uh, a couple of Grace's cousin Grace's cousins have uh, had children, and uh, actually a third of her cousin a third cousin now is pregnant, um, which is uh, amazing and spectacular. But uh, they all like they picked out their names like pretty well beforehand. Like they knew going mm-hmm. into the like they knew going into the hospital that they were coming out with baby Parker and baby Grayson. Uh, whereas, like, my mom and dad did not have that same. <laughs> See, I'm, the way I'm going to name my kids, if I ever have any, is the same way I picked my Xbox Live name when the 360 was first out, <laughs> and I'm just going to find, like, a random name generator. Random name generator. No, yeah. you have to do the, oh, what, the, the Wu-Tang? Uh, oh, the Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang generator. yeah. I mean, it gave Donald Glover yeah. Childish Gambino, so, you know, yeah, pretty good yeah. track record. Um, so for, for our dog, my dog's name is Stella. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's named after the the beer Stella Artois because we're an alcoholic family. <laughs> I thought that like immediately. Yeah, and I wasn't like gonna say it right away because I thought, oh, that's so obvious. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's really exactly funny. what it was. 
Uh, because if it was a boy dog, I wanted to name it Tully after Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Hmm. Uh, which is one of my favorites. Hey, sponsor us if you're listening. <laughs> um, but I call her like many different names. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the ones that's my favorite is there's a cookie called Stella Doros. <laughs> if you've had them, it's like an Italian almond cookie. I have not. Yeah, they're very good. I call her Stella Doggo. <laughs> and that's, it's, that's it's really just cute. wonderful. That's really but I think cute. she's mad at me. I've moved out and I'm pretty sure she's mad at that fact right now. Because they... I came, I went to my parents' house after work today. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I, in my dumbassness, which actually, by the way, I forgot to fucking do it again. I got to do it before I go to bed tonight. I forgot to take meat out of the freezer to cook for myself for dinner. Oh. So my mom was like, you can just come eat here. And I was like, all right, cool. I want to go say hello to the dog. And she was like, I don't fuck off you. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's rude. I've done so much for you. Yeah, dogs really hold grudges. Oh, yeah. Like they, okay. they really like I've never experienced a dog grudge, but like I know people who have who who have been on the receiving end of many yes. dog grudges. You know, she's a she's upset, but it's OK. She'll get over it. She's she's a dog. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we got some game stuff to talk about. Yes, today. we do. We've got some game pretty video wi- gaming stuff. Pretty, a couple wild stories. Yeah, I actually can't wait to talk about a few of them. Yeah. Uh, so just to list off as we normally do. Uh, we actually have some details for a new Bento Smash tournament coming up. I'll give you that those details in just a moment here. Um, we are going to be going over our PlayStation wrap-ups for 2020. Uh, CD Projekt Red got hacked by the year 2006. Uh, a new FF14 Online expansion is coming out, and I'm extremely excited for it. Uh, E3 is going to be online only this year. And I wanted to delve into to see if we even still need E3 because I don't think we do. Yeah. And then we're going to wrap it up with our Destruction All-Stars first impressions. We last talked about that game last week because it was going up for PlayStation Plus or maybe like the week before. I don't know. Time doesn't exist. Uh, it was last week. Go- okay, it was last week. All right, cool. I don't listen. It's almost March again, and that's fucking me up. I so know, like, right? I don't even know. Like it's about to be egg day again or bunny day in <laughs> Animal Crossing, and that just doesn't sit w- right with me at all. Yeah, it's it, it's weird that we've now done like a full lap on this uh, this pandemic. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, but, but yeah, the, the new Smash tournament. Uh, we're we're going back to our regularly scheduled Smash tournaments this month. Now that I'm all settled into my house, uh, let me get the details here real quick, and we'll we'll go over this shortly again. Uh, at the end of the the episode, uh, but Hops and Stocks Online episode or edition nine, not episode uh, Homebrew edition nine, will be Monday, February twenty second, six o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we're gonna be streaming it on our Twitch Bento Box underscore TV. Uh, we're gonna have a sign up for Smash GG over all of our social media, so check those out. Um, and yeah, the normal eShop gift card prize is getting put away. And it's going to be our traditional rule sets and stuff like that. So it should be a lot of fun. So come out for that. Yes. Or not. You just stay home for that and play it online, actually. That's what you can do. <laughs> Get online for that. Yeah. Get online for that. Uh, suffer through Nintendo's shitty online from Windows 98. Yes. We suffer together. Um, But let's, uh, let's go over our PlayStation wrap-ups for 2020. We're actually... Yes. Th- these are pretty late coming out yeah from i i was actually like genuinely upset because i just assumed they weren't doing them because yeah. they came out like 
like I think it was like the day after our last episode. It was right on the heels of it. Um, so it's been like almost a full week now. Uh, with like February is just so long. Everyone like that's such a first week of January thing. Yeah, it's usually like end of end of December, like the last day, of, you know, last week of December, beginning of January kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, second yeah, going into the second week of February, right? Yeah, mm. uh, they were late. Yeah, a little bit. So what's I I haven't looked at mine yet. What is yours like? All right, so uh, my my number of games played in 2020 was 24. Oh, uh, which I'm surprised. Like I don't know if I if that's a lot or a little. What what's yours? Just off because I know it's the very first thing. Mine is twenty. I played twenty in twenty twenty. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's nice. That's a step. Which honestly play. feels like more than usual. Yeah, I wish that they kind of had like uh like bar charts or like yeah. line charts that way you could kind of compare. But uh, you know, I I don't know if that's an increase or a decrease. Uh, twenty four. Oh, and mm-hmm. by the way, uh, send us these on on Twitter. Like I I love seeing these kinds of things just regardless. So, oh, yeah, these are uh, awesome. And these this year, PlayStation actually has done it the best way for sharing, where it's an indiv- it's like a personalized uh, tied to the account link. So you like copy and paste the link and you just send that. And then like that is your li- like that takes everyone to your wrapped up. So it's like super easy for sharing. You don't have to like take a million screenshots. Nice. Uh, but. Moving on, my top games were Call of Duty, Madden, and Ghost of Tsushima. I'm surprised about Call of Duty, honestly. What what kind of hours are we looking at for all three of those? Oh per, wait, so per it's game? Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. That actually doesn't surprise me. I played a lot okay. of that with friends from school. Um, but Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, I'm at 284 hours. Holy fuck! Yeah. <laughs> uh which first person shooter is my genre because of that which i have 325 so i spent 40 hours playing a first person shooter that wasn't call of duty <laughs> it's kind of crazy um, okay then after that a, a steep decline for madden 20 which is uh 115 hours and then ghost of tsushima at 95 hours okay uh for me my top play game Persona 5 Royal mm-hmm. clocked in 88 hours in that so far. I'm not done that game yet. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's like a 100-hour yeah. game. At least. And I got the uh, the Royal Edition, so there's actually Ooh. probably like close to 150 hours. Yeah. Um, my second game, which this actually surprises me, uh, Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played that for 60 hours. I mean, we were playing a ton of Minecraft. We were playing a lot year. of Minecraft. Uh, and then my third uh, game that I played, the top games, Last of Us Part Two, and that was forty-two hours. Ooh, you must be mad. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just teasing you. Yeah. Uh, and then my top genre was action adventure, and that was hundred and seventy-three hours. Nice. So what, uh, what's the stat that is under that for you? Under top genre? Yes. Like, uh, uh, it has a little video of Ghost of Tsushima saying enemies collapsed in fear by PlayStation users in 2020. 834 oh. million. For some reason. But then I... my next stat is total hours of gameplay in 2020. Got it. Got it. And how many total hours of gameplay do, do you have? 435. Oh, God. <laughs> that This it, makes me feel really bad. I have 842. 
I mean, to be fair. Wait, this offsets because my Nintendo Switch was super low. That is that is what it does because my Nintendo. Yeah. All right. All right. That's true. I feel better about myself. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Uh, how many hours online play did you have? I'm curious. 30, 32. <laughs> and wait, what's the percentage on that? 7% was played online. Wow, I was at 32% Which actually, online. that doesn't make any sense. Right? Because yeah, Minecraft... It would have to be all Minecraft. Minecraft I played for 60 hours. Yeah. But 32 hours I of my time this year was played online. I did yeah. not play 30... I did not play... <laughs> 28 hours of Minecraft by myself. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, that's peculiar. That that sure yeah. is. That sure is odd. Uh, then yeah, 403 played locally. None in none in VR. I said fuck PSVR this year. Yeah, my PSVR has collected a ton of dust this year. I I really yeah. want to break it out, but it's just such a commitment. Yeah, no, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, how many days did you play in 2020? Uh. 61 i played 167 oh my goodness yeah i you know i just really have to remind myself that i i didn't have like any playtime on my switch this is this is where it all clocks in this is this was all that unemployed quarantine like (laughs) playing during school like you know all, all that stuff i have to remember 2020 was still when i was in college that's crazy yeah, no, I mean, a lot of this honestly is definitely up for me this year because I did not definitely did not play this much last year. So this is actually like because I, I had a lot more free time to play games this year. So like I would like to see that compared to, to last year's time. Yeah. Uh, last year, I feel like I had only like 400 hours. Yeah. Uh According to this, though, my top day of the week was afternoons on Sundays. Oh, I was afternoons on Thursdays. Weird. I did play a lot of games on Sunday, though. Like, I played probably a bulk of Last of Us on Saturday nights and Sundays, as mm-hmm. well as Ghost of Tsushima. Well, Thursdays was my one guaranteed day off work, so that is why. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then how many trophies did you earn in 2020? Uh, 146. Ooh, okay, okay. I got 195, and I do have to apologize about this. I've only earned one platinum. I feel like I need to address this. I, I didn't earn any platinum, so... That's okay, but I, I earn a lot of platinums. I'm at, like, 45, so this is an uh, outlier. Please do not, like, you know, do not look at me uh, less than... Because I only have one. For not Don't com- judge completely me. playing games into the ground. I'm, I'm mad at you. <laughs> Um, I've already earned like six this year, so please be nice. Fair. This is an outlier. 2020 was an outlier. And then I believe, oh, what was your top? You have a PS5. So what was your top PS5 game? Some of your PS5 stats. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Pepperoni Chen. In 2020, you entered the future of gaming with the PS5. Uh, my top PS5 game was Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Hey, same. Uh... 15 PS5 game hours, a uh, total of 38 hours, and 101 PS5 trophies. I, I do also want to notice, of my 195 trophies, 152 of them are on PS5. So I really uh, got a ton of trophies on PS5. Yeah. Uh, but I spent 51 hours uh, total with 23 hours in Miles Morales, also as my top okay. game. It's pretty... 
God, I, I miss playing Miles Morales, honestly. Yeah, I have to I need to see more Spider-Man. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I really can't wait for Spider-Man, whatever, 2, 3, whatever they call it. Mm, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I also played, or I downloaded eight PS Plus games this year. and Only played. Eight? Yeah, and played Fall Guys, which was one of them, for eight hours. Ah, see, I had... I, does that... I, I want to know if that number includes the games I just added to my library, though, because, like, I downloaded eight, sure, but, like, I definitely added a bunch to my library. Yeah, it probably has to differentiate, because I have 18, and I feel like I do it, like, every single month. Yeah. But there's, like, I one of these, like, Call of Duty Modern Warfare was my... Oh, wait, that's just top online game. Um, So I don't know what 18 games, like, they're really counting, because I no, just, no. yeah, I, I, I truly don't uh, know uh, where they get the 18 from. Because I feel like it would be more if it is just add to library because it's like, you know, it's two or three games a month. But we'll Yeah, I don't see. know. I guess we won't see. But, uh, well, and that that's actually a, a wrap uh, for. That's all I do? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a little redeem oh, your theme. You. And there's a little redeem your theme for a theme I can't actually fucking use on my PS5. Oh, yeah, it's a PS4 theme. I didn't even yeah. notice that. That's kind of funny. Yeah. But. PS5. Oh, yeah, that's right. PS5 doesn't have themes. Oops. Not yet. Yeah. Hopefully, if ever. But let's move on to, uh, as you so amazingly put it, CD Projekt Red got hacked by the year 2006. Yeah, so this is hilarious, actually, to me. It really is. Like, so, okay, maybe I should reword that. It's not hilarious if people's sensitive information got out, right? Like, yeah, that's, so that's not yeah, cool. It's not. But I also saw some people, like, saying, like, this is a publicity stunt. And the only reason that I can kind of believe that is because if you read the up... So, CD Projekt Red put out important update today. Uh, and then there was an officially head, like, like ledgered, like, CD Projekt Red note talking about yesterday we, we discovered that we'd been the victim of a targeted cyber attack due to which some of our internal systems have been compromised and it goes on to kind of explain some of the things that have were taken uh, as well as mentioning a fucking hilarious ransom note yeah. which i will i will read some of this yeah you can just read like the first couple of lines so the first lines read hello cd project you have been Hold on, let me just prepare myself mentally for what I'm about to say. You have been epically pwned. It, clar- low clarif- it's epically. Like, they misspelled epically. You have been epically <laughs> pwned. We have dumped full copies of the source codes for your Perforce server for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, Gwent, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3. I'm pissed because they didn't use the fucking Oxford comma. <laughs> Fuck this person who has absolutely no, no respect for, for grammar. Gwent and the... No, where's that comma? Which is So what's funny about this to me so far is that they somehow stole the source codes for Cyberpunk 2077 because I don't honestly even believe CD Projekt Red has the source code for <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, source code isn't done. Yeah, no, like you, okay, you 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 took some letters probably you thought was source code, uh, <laughs> and they also apparently encrypted all of their servers, um, which is a 
typically a normal thing in a ransomware attack. What happens is basically they just completely lock down your computer and they hold it hostage and you pay them. And typically what's really wild about ransomware attacks like this, if you pay them, they will legit open, like unlock your computer. Like they're like super legit about it. Um, and then they they finish it by saying, if we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online. Your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journalism. Your public image will go down the shitter even more, and the people will see how you shitty your company functions. Wait, what? Oh, how? Your how? public image how? Oh. will go down the shitter even more, and people will see how... No, it says, we'll yeah. see how you shitty your company functions. <laughs> And they couldn't decide if they wanted to say uh, how how you shitty will you see are or how you... how you function, company. <laughs> Investors will lose trust in your company, and the stock will dive even lower. You have forty hours to contact us. Um, God, this reminds me of the the does Bruno Mars is gay? Does Bruno? <laughs> Rumor come out. Does Bruno Mars is gay? I'm actually. I'm equal parts impressed and impressed and disappointed that somebody with such horrible grammar somehow managed to hold an entire video game company at ransom. Oh, I know, right? So, like, that's what, to me, makes this sound like it's not legit. But then under that tweet, so that tweet was put out 17 hours ago. Yes. 13 hours after that original tweet was sent out, they posted a tweet under that saying, to our ex-employees, at this moment, we don't possess evidence that any of your uh, personal data was accessed. However, we still recommend caution, i.e. enabling fraud alerts. If you have questions, please write to our privacy team at whatever the email is. Um, I I don't know what to make of this. It's crazy. Like, I've... Part of me really does suspect that it's like not legitimate and that it's like, you know, uh, that, that it might be some sort of publicity stunt because like, how does how does this massive of a hack happen? It just it reads like a, a character like it doesn't read like a per- like I've I, I'll be honest. I've never seen a ransom letter before, like out in, at all. Really, like my yeah. idea of a ransom letter is the person like cutting out random letters in a magazine, gluing yes. them down. You know oh what God. I mean? Like, y- yes, like a fucking comic book ever. villain. <laughs> um, but like the way this is written almost makes it like I don't, it's like a caricature. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. they're gonna come out next week and say like there's like this new DLC for the game where <laughs> there's this character who's just absolutely fucking bonkers. Oh my god, if that is there's no way that that is what this is. I I mean, I would hope not. I, right? I I just have to hope that this person maybe English isn't their first language, maybe they speak Danish or, you know, something like that. Cuz, you know, CD, no, Pro- because CD Project Red is a is a what are they? Nordic Netherlands? They're I don't fucking they're I I don't know. They're from uh does it say on their website or their thing? I know they're like uh, also like they get a lot of money from. I know they're foreign. I don't know where from. Hold on, this is gonna fuck me up. Polish. They're Polish. Okay, they're Polish. So maybe maybe um, you know it's someone that speaks Polish first, and you know. Well, that's fine. I, and for that, I could forgive the the grammatical error. Yes, of course. What I can't forgive, what I cannot forgive, is the use of epicaliponed. <laughs> because when's the last time you ever heard anybody say pwned? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it you is someone I mean? that's just really cringy. And like it's hard. for for all these things that they took, the only things that they have to release are the things that we know about. Like in terms of games. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because I mean they say like, yeah, we'll contact the we'll we'll talk to the press, but what does that like actually mean? No, and the well, yeah. So we'll try. We'll talk to our contacts in gaming journalism. So one, here's the problem with that. That's just is, that's just they're gonna tweet under Jason Schreier like, "Hey, check your DMs." Every yeah, like they're day. gonna fucking they're gonna like call up Jason Schreier like Deep Throat and be like, "Yo, I got this big scoop," <laughs> and like give him some shit. Because here's the other thing too: is like after this has been released now. What gaming journal, if I was a gaming journalist and I received a suspicious package with like a letter, like a handwritten letter, it was like, look at all these CD Projekt Red secrets, publish them, boy. Like, I'm not going to, no. No. This is, if, like, if this is legit ransom, no. Hell no, I ain't going to post none of that. It would, so, it like, would, it would literally have to be like CD Projekt Red, like, doing like actual conspiracies like like running like a murder ring or something like that yeah like it would need to be the worst thing possible if it's just like oh yeah you know they really crunch some people yeah no way because because it could easily be fake so fucking i'm jason schreier i'm sitting at my my apartment i get a knock at the door little sandwich bag is there and it's got some juicy morsels about cd project red and now i have a choice either a i publish this and face probably legal trouble because I'm 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 posting ill-gotten goods. Um, right. Well, technically, Jason Schreier wouldn't be like legally like because he didn't obtain them illegally. He like th this was a whole thing with uh oh my god the Pentagon Papers where it was like the journalist wasn't responsive like legally responsible for it. It's like like you know yeah it but, was the government what, what official who should who would have faced any. What's it called? Any punishment? I, I will. I will say there's probably a stark difference between the Pentagon Papers and whatever CD Projekt Red has going on. I I would hope. I would really you know hope. I mean? So my thing is, if I was a gaming journalist and I received this stuff, I'd turn it over to like whoever would be like, "Hey, I got this package. Don't know where it came from. This is what was inside of it. I'm not going to stoke the fire." Because really, yeah. the only public, like the only gaming journalism website that I could see posting this. Uh, would be Kotaku, which goes yeah. fantastic with the epically pwned because Kotaku is just as cringy. Um, but like the last thing that makes me think that this is not serious is like you've seen other websites and stuff get hacked before, right? Where like they like a company comes out and says, "Hey, uh, listen, we had your shit on our servers in like a notepad. Somebody <laughs> broke in and took it all." Like and they, they're holding us a ransom. Like they don't normally post the the ransom note. Like that's that's never something that they've done before. Like no, I've never seen a company post their ransom note that they've gotten from some random person. They they also get all this information, all these like emails and documents and all that, but they don't get any like Twitter handle. Like yeah, I'm sorry. Like, like if they got the Twitter password and they like and they don't mess around with the Twitter, were you really ever actually hacked? No, like, like that is what happens every single time. So many athletes and celebrities like they wait. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. And I'll say what I'm going to say. OK, I was just going to say the first thing that always happens is a social media gets messed with. Either it's, you know, well, some some awful post of like, 
like something very hateful or it's like like this was something that happened to an NBA player, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, also known as the Greek Freak. Um, like just someone hacked him and like started posting all these slurs because of course like that's what these awful people are gonna do. Yeah, like they didn't they didn't touch the social media at all. Are you kidding? But that's what I'm saying. That's why I was just thinking of when I was hitting my desk. You're telling me you have the wherewithal and the skill to hack into a major company's data servers and steal all of their shit and hold their stuff at ransom, but instead of hacking and getting into their social medias, which apparently is very easy to do because we've seen it happen again and yes. again, you you threaten instead of, hey, we're going to dump all of this on your social medias, no, we're going to sell this to our gaming journalist friends. No. I don't, honestly, there could be a very real chance that this is a real thing that has happened, right? Like, I don't yeah, want to yeah. doubt that, but tinfoil hat completely on my head. There's a guy, if they came out next week that, hey, by the way, this is a teaser for this new DLC to uh, bring attention away from all the shit that we did, blah, 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 that wouldn't surprise me either. The only thing that really makes me doubt that is the, like, even more people will see how, how, how you shitty your company functions. Oh, like, well, not, yeah, not but... the, the fact that it's a grammatical mess, but just the fact that it's acknowledging that CD Projekt Red has been awful lately. Yeah. They have just been a dumpster fire. And I feel like they wouldn't acknowledge that for that, like, but who knows, maybe at the same time they would do it as like a, oh yeah, they'll never see it coming. Yeah, no. But that really it, makes it me just, skeptical of if it's fake. But I don't even know, man. It reads really silly. It does. So, it really does. I don't know. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. I mean, we we went one whole episode without uh anything yeah, we CD Project. Doing so read. well. So we'll probably be back next week with something uh, CD Projekt Red related. <laughs> God damn it, we were doing so good. It'll probably be the DLC announcement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of DLC announcements, woo, I'm Ooh, excited. Good transition. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. I love Final Fantasy. Yes, you do. Uh, I, I used to play FF14 online a lot, and I'm probably going to get back into it again because they announced a new expansion mm -hmm. to it the other day. Going, we're going to the fucking moon, baby. All right, all right, hopefully you're bringing Dogecoin with it. Oh, maybe. Um, so Final Fantasy XIV and Walker was announced. And I could not be more excited for Final... Like, this is going to be such a good year for Final Fantasy because we got 16 coming out, which looks fucking phenomenal yeah, so far. And 14 and Walker coming out, which also looks phenomenal. And a lot of the things I'm excited about with uh, with 14's new expansion is one, uh, you're going to be able to play across data centers. So, uh, Jordan, you you never played an MMO at all, right? Uh, closest thing is Destiny. <laughs> yeah. So the way uh, data centers work on MMOs, uh, basically. When you first log into the game, mm -hmm. you pick a data center that's closest to your region. Yeah. And then you can only play with people on those data centers. Got it. So it's like a different term for a server. Basically, yes. Okay. Uh, well, because you, know, you got data center and then you have those servers on that data center. Mm, got it. If got that it. makes sense. Yes. Um, so what they're doing now is they're working on 
a system where players can travel from data center to data center. So you can hang out and play with anybody, basically, who, like if they want to invite you and play, which is phenomenal. Because it used to be like you had to have different characters on different data centers and stuff like that to, really? to play. Yeah. So like if I had a character on like one server and my friends picked a different server, we couldn't play. Interesting. Because my character data wasn't on that server. But now they're making it possible to travel between servers and play with whomever. That's, that's really huge. Aw- that, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, so I love that. Uh, they're adding a, a Final Fantasy X summon mm-hmm. uh, to the game as a primal uh, anima from Final Fantasy X, which was a boss, and then also a secret summon is being added to the game, which I'm super happy about. That's really cool. That is I love really when cool. like I, I love when like newer games have nods to the older stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially a game super, with super so, cool. especially a game with as much history as Final Fantasy. There's so much stuff to, to tap into, and like I feel like only recently they've really started to go back to the roots of stuff yeah. and acknowledge like, hey, we did a lot of good shit. Let's go back to it. So God bless Yoshi P, the patron saint of Final Fantasy, because he is <laughs> the man who is fixing this series. Fuck you, uh, Nomura. I hate you. Don't ever touch a Final Fantasy again. Um, <laughs> so they got that. Uh, I wrote in the title to the moon because, yes, we are going to the moon. Which um, I'm excited about because the last time I remember going to the moon in a Final Fantasy game, uh, it was in Final Fantasy IV where I went to the moon to fight my my brother who was uh, possessed by an evil wizard and we fought on the moon and it was fucking wild. And I really want them to remake Final Fantasy IV because that game is one of the better ones and mm-hmm. deserves way more attention than Seven. You know, I've heard that. I've heard that, that a lot. I've heard that a lot, yeah. actually. There's... I could talk. I could literally spend an entire episode talking about why Final Fantasy VII is not only the. I'm not gonna say the worst Final Fantasy game because three exists, <laughs> um, but is the most overhyped Final Fantasy there is, mm-hmm. and the one one of the weakest stories that there are because there's so many other Final Fantasy games that just knock the shit out of it. Four and six being two, uh, two large examples. Five is another really really good one. Um, I know this is more of a me opinion. I love two. Uh, Final Fantasy two is a great Furion, I think is a great character. And like that to me was like the first real Final Fantasy like experience that I got to play. Cause I played one and one's a very basic, like you're the heroes of light, go get the crystals. And like, there's like no like personality to it. Whereas two, they added more character and personality to it. Got it. Um, but yeah, so we're going to the moon. Uh, they're bringing the moon whale. It's coming back. Space whale. whale. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and there's a new class coming. There's two new classes coming. Or there's a new, I'm sorry, there's a new uh, healer job and a new DPS uh, melee job, which they haven't showed Ooh. off the melee job yet, but they have showed off the new healer, and it's called Sage. And it's going to be um, a shield-based healer, mm-hmm. and it will be a more, a more direct heal-oriented character or a job class. Mm-hmm. Um. And it looks amazing. The characters actually look really cool too. They kind of look like Gundam pilots. Um, and it's really very cool. moon themed. Like it's definitely like this is, you know, you're you're gonna be you're not gonna be out of place on the moon if you got this job. Which I actually kind of want to come back for this job. I just gotta learn how to be a healer because I always play DPS in these kind of games. So I gotta learn how to be a healer. Yeah. Um, but we got other new stuff uh, coming. We got some Dragon Song War stuff coming. 
Uh, there's a new elephant-inspired tribe called uh, Mata Matangas. Matanga. Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. And uh, belts are getting removed. No more belts. Fuck your belts. How are they going to hold their pants up? I don't know. By sheer force of will. Damn. Uh, so know. I'm super excited for this. This is coming out in fall 2021. Um, so probably around the same time as FF16. So we're going to have a lot of Final Fantasy stuff to tackle. Wow. Um, it's also finally being ported to PS5. And there's going to be a PS5 beta. Um, let's see. It says uh, FF14's 5.5 patch will be released April 13 alongside. So yeah, the PS5 beta for Endwalker um, will be released in fall 2021. But yeah, the PS5 version is coming, which is great because that game does not run well on playstation i've seen it run on playstation 4 before and it's very i don't know if it's just me being like used to playing it on pc i mean that's definitely like part of it but yeah so we're getting to the point to where the ps4 can't handle everything yes and and to uh just make sure uh it's also an open beta on the ps5 and drops april 13th so not not long at all i mean i don't know if you'll like it i'm not sure if you're into the whole you know, I I might dive into it. I'll watch some videos on it first, at, at the very yeah. least. So I'm super pumped for it. Very excited for it. Yeah, I mean, it's um, like if there's one game I'm like envious about as a whole, it would be like Final Fantasy because the art's so beautiful and all oh, that yeah, stuff. It's and it's like the themes and everything. It's like I just really I love looking at Final Fantasy and kind of like watching it. But for some reason, I've never been able. I've never been in or playing it. That's, i mean i'm like that with some games too that's yeah. fair that's, that's a fair thing to too have too many games you can't play them all no no matter what ash ketchum says no can't do it uh but you ready to move on to e3 stuff yeah i'm ready all right uh, i'm gonna let you talk about this the first part of this anyway because i just spent like 20 minutes talking about ff14 oh that is a-okay so the esa uh which i forget what that stands for right now uh, uh it's Europe, European states of America. Uh, yes, the European states of America. Basically, they're they're the they're the E3 company. Um, the E3 company is planning to revise e to revive E3 as an online only event, and that's all they've really said thus far. And I really do think uh, it does bring up the bigger conversation of what even is E3 still? What like do we even need E3? Oh, it's the Entertainment Software Association, ESA. Oh, I thought it was the European States of America. I've been saying the wrong thing for decades. That, you know, understandable. Really understandable. Yeah. Um, Damn it. But uh, some news outlets were able to get a hand on some uh, pitch documents, quote-unquote, uh, that were sent to game publishers. Um, and it contained some plans and details as far as what the ESA is really planning. and. The, the biggest thing is that it's just going to be digital. We don't know what to expect mm -hmm. other than that. I think it'll, personally, I think it'll look a lot like what BlizzCon will probably look like and what other game shows have recently looked like. But what can we even expect from E3, especially after so many place, uh, so many companies have been opting out of it for the past couple of years? Well, so many companies have been opting out of it. And honestly, at this point, I think I'm more... I, I used to love e3 oh it used right? to be the best and i love the idea of e3 but mm -hmm. i don't think it's needed anymore and that's for a few reasons one a lot of the games that you'd see announced at e3 
I'd say you'd either forget about them or they'd be delayed. Yeah. So like they'd come out at E3 like, hey, this game's coming in such and such and such and such time. And then it comes out like it gets closer to that time and it doesn't come out. Or on the flip side of that, um, I feel like games kind of will burn out because since E3 is the same time every year, most companies I feel like are working year round to make a solid presentation yeah. to show off what they've been working on. And like a lot of the times that causes them to put out stuff that maybe misrepresents the game. Not saying it's okay, but it happens, right? Like it happened with CD with the uh, CD Project Red and Cyberpunk. They had an E3 2018 demo that was complete horseshit. Yeah. Um so I am more so in the recent years have shifted to I'd rather game companies, publishers, um console makers, whomever just have their own events when they're ready to have their own events. Yeah. You know, I, I think a big reason like that's obviously been happening because the like, so I, I don't think there is a single other brand in gaming that has watered itself down more than E3. Yes. Uh, and it all started, I feel like, uh, when they made it open to the public, I feel like that mm -hmm. watered it down so much that took all the magic away from it because yeah. it wasn't. And it wasn't even like it was like a selective number of people. Like I was like, there's only 2000 passes. Like, no, like it was a big yes to get. Yeah. Like, it, but if you, if you could afford it, you could have it. Like, that's really like, if you, if you lived in LA or you could fly to LA, like you could get the, you could get the ticket in and yeah. that watered down the whole experience because you know, like E3 turned into just another con then. Yeah, basically. I, I feel like the whole mystique of E3 was that like no one's allowed. It's press only. It's like it it regarded itself as the highest event, like the highest tier event in gaming. And when you open it up to the public, that that doesn't work anymore. You're contradicting yourself in a way just because like the Oscars don't just allow anybody in. Like it's 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 for the the like the 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 most elite of the elite within the film industry yeah. and whatnot, and I feel like E three really shot itself in the foot with that because before people used to plan a whole year around E three, like they would be like they they would be planning in August for next June. Yeah, and they're not like there's no point in doing that anymore because E three is so watered down, and I think that's why we've seen some of the mishaps. We've seen the Watchdogs, we've seen the CD Project Reds, where yeah. teams are more willing to like sl like slapdash it because it's not the biggest stage in gaming anymore. No, and honestly, I like I said, I'd rather have companies just have their own online events or whatever they want to do. Whenever they're ready to show stuff off. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you know, what's funny. Like, I used to read, like, game magazines all the time. Like, I, I subscribed to, to GamePro, like, religiously mm -hmm. when that was a thing. But then, like, you didn't need it anymore because you had online games journalism where you could literally get a story out in two seconds to your audience and it was out there. Oh, yeah. You know, like, towards the... There was, like, that weird shift between... um like video game magazines and now where like I'd get a video like remember when the GameStop would give you I'm not sure if they still do this honestly because I do. never signed up for their pro um but they would give you uh what what magazine was it game informer game informer 
you know, you get a Game Informer and it's like, wow, hands on with the new PS5. And it was like in December. And like, had by that time, like most major news outlets and most major YouTube channels and stuff like that already had like their PS5s disassembled and you knew what made it tick. Yeah. So like, that's my thing is like, there's just some stuff like this was good when it was good. E3 was cool when it was cool, right? Like back in the day, you know, announcing new consoles, announcing stuff like that. But it served its purpose, I feel. And now just the way the world is changing and the way things are kind of going, I'd rather just see more focused events from these developers, publishers, console manufacturers, whatnot. And they'd be able to show off their games in a timely manner, teams comfortable with what they're showing, and not feel like they just have to slap something together for a quick presentation that may not even properly represent what they're trying to even do. Oh yeah, and they're they're leaning towards that anyway. Like that's that's been the trend for the past couple of years. I feel like I don't know if Xbox did one before it, but I just I always specifically remember that first PlayStation experience. I think it was in like 20, yeah. 2016, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, May uh, yeah, I think it was 2016. Um that was like such a huge thing cuz it was PlayStation's E3. And then, you know, now we see every company has something like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Xbox has the, uh, what's it, XOXO or something like that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. They they have something. They do it like a a couple of times a year. Um, Not as frequently as a state of play, but like, uh, but more often than a PlayStation experience. Because obviously PlayStation, it's more than once a year. But BlizzCon's a thing. Uh, Ubisoft has their own thing. EA Play is a thing. It's, you know, every company now EA has EA Play re- kind of sucks. <laughs> well, that's just because EA sucks. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, but what, yeah. what I like about PSX is like they'd show off a game and then you'd get like an interview with the developers for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, PSX is, I, I really hope that they bring that back. I, re- I really love oh, PSX. Oh, yeah, same. I, I I don't know if they ever will just because for the same reasons we're talking about right now, it makes so much more sense for people to do it on their own timeline. And PlayStation mm-hmm. is so freaking big at this point that you shouldn't like they're not really going to force people into yeah. these weird timelines. At least I wouldn't expect them to. Like I would hope not. So like Sony Santa Monica will just uh, put a video together when it's ready. Same thing with Somniac, Naughty Dogs, et cetera, et cetera. So I like the Nintendo directs are the best thing, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like Nintendo is always like playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. And it's always a nice little surprise, too. Like I could wake up tomorrow and there could be, hey, Nintendo Direct on Friday. And it's going to be about all new upcoming games. You know what I mean? Like that's so exciting. Oh, it is. It it really is. And I feel like it always comes. It's more of a surprise because, you know, we we know when. Like it's June fifteenth for for E three, so it's like you know there's there's no surprise to it anymore. There will be surprises within E three, but yeah. nothing nothing hits harder than either that tweet or that text that you get from a friend being like, "There's a direct soon. There's a direct tomorrow." Oh yeah, or so, that that is the best feeling I think in in all of games that isn't actually playing a game. I oh, yeah, no. it go, it I wholeheartedly go, agree. It goes that that learning of the event and then smelling the inside of the cases of a, of a brand new game. That's the one. I didn't too. know where you were going with that. And OK, <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure they'll figure something out. 
but maybe Jeff Keighley will one-up them again this year with his own Summer Games Fest stuff. I will say the Game Awards, because the Game Awards treats themselves with respect and with dignity to, you know, like they they brand themselves as the best event. So that's why they're now the best event in games and people will plan their year around the Game Awards. Yeah, they just got to work on their presentation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, they'll, they'll, they're kind of trying to tread the water between being accessible and like being like fun and hip, but also trying to be like, yes, yeah, business esteem business like um, you know it's 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 the in my opinion the second best award show so it's you know that comes with the best news yeah. i mean it's definitely enjoyable oh yeah i just always prefer dice just because that's uh oh, yeah. that's the industry voting as opposed yes. to just a panel yes 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 yes, yes. but yeah but uh yeah uh do you want to move on to destruction all-stars to wrap uh wrap things up here Yes. So, how much have you gotten to play of it? Uh, I've played a decent amount. I, I um, I've I've played. I I want to say maybe like seven hours. Okay. I feel like that's I, pretty I, accurate. I, I think we're on the same time. I think we're on par with each other. So, uh, how how do you want to tackle this? You want to go like event by event? Firstly, who are your favorite characters? Uh, I played Twinkle Riot. Oh, uh, I need to pull up. She's uh, the the one with the cat head. Oh yes, yes, yes. She was actually I enjoyed my little bit of time playing with her. Um, yeah, I play her. But I've been uh, kind of flipping around. I find that uh, depending on the different game mode, um, I play someone different. If I'm playing one of the like multiplayer ton of people in it, I'll play as Celeste. I believe her name is. Okay. Uh, she is the she's the one in the top right. Uh, she has okay. the rocket car. Um, and if if not her, I'll if I'm doing Gridfall, I'll either go as Fuego, who is the who is the stocky guy with the demon horns. Okay. Or I'll go as Blue Fang, who's the guy with the tiger mask. Oh, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I've also uh, gotten a new uh, hero I'm playing as a little bit is uh, is. Anna, I believe it's H A N A. I don't know if it's Hana or Anna, but okay. uh, her thing is that her car, her breaker allows a giant like slicer, like a knife, and it'll just cut through whatever car in half. It's really freaking cool. That's fancy. Yeah, uh, but I've been trying to get familiar with uh, all the different all stars. Yeah, so I, I guess I've just I've pretty much exclusively have played Twinkle Riot so far. I don't blame um, you. I don't know how I feel about the game yet, honestly. It's fun, really? right? Like, it's a fun game. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of potential, and that's basically my nice way of saying that it's kind of light in its offerings. I would, I would have that. bought this yeah. game if it wasn't on PS Plus. You know, I, I at most would have spent like 15 on it. Yeah, no, not the $70 they were yeah, asking. No. You can go eat a fucking dick for that much money. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and the other problem that I have with it is that it suffers from uh, a technical term, which I call Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing Announcer Syndrome. Oh, yeah. Uh, which you know what I'm talking about if you've ever played one of those games where the announcers are just super uninspired and on a loop of what they're saying. So, like, it's, if you're... They're fine for, like, the first couple games. 
But yeah. then, like, after about an hour, it's just they're saying the same things over and over and over again. And I wouldn't mind it. It's just I feel like they should say it maybe less times and maybe have just a few more voice lines. Yeah. Or maybe, you know what? My actual solution to this thing is I feel like having the announcer there does not improve it mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And I would say that the the fact that they repeat so much actually takes away from the experience. So I think I'm going to try and scour the menus and see if I can just shut them off. I know they have the announcers there because Destruction All-Stars is kind of billed as a like a reality competition. Yeah. But like it's it's just so annoying and I just I hate it. I, I hate them so much. Yeah, I mean, there's other games like that that don't have the announcers like that. Like, it can, yeah. I think it can just stop at the introduction, like, once they're in. Because, like, you know, Rocket League is built like that, but they don't have any announcers at all. Like, Yeah, and it doesn't need them. It, it, re- it really doesn't. Like, it, it's it's kind of fun, but it does get annoying. I'm, I'm good at tuning them out. But it's yeah. like why like it kind of feels bad that I'm tuning them out because like, you know, they th- that clearly cost them money and effort and resources. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know, like I said, it's, it's been fun so far. I don't I don't hate it. I'm glad they patched out the uh, the voice chat shit that they were doing. OK, so like, thank as soon God. as you join the game, you were in voice chat. Yeah, I was really because at first I was super annoyed that it was happening. It was like it was yeah. it was funny for two games. Then I got super annoying, and then I started playing, and it, all of a sudden, just like it was like, oh, there's no more voice chat. I wonder like what happened. So I'm glad that you mentioned that, that they patched that out. I was wondering that today and yesterday. Yeah, no, it's like it was funny because you would join and just hear somebody's entire house coming through your PlayStation Five controller. Well, it'd be multiple houses. Oh well, yeah, that too. Yeah, like it, it, um, it, it would never just be one person; it would be everybody. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about the the game modes that are in the game? So I've played Mayhem and I've played Gridfall. All right, those are the two solo um, ones. Yeah, Mayhem is fine. Gridfall is okay. I went quickly back to Mayhem. Really, I am like deeply in love with Gridfall. You know, Gridfall. I don't know. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, I get that. Like, I, I, you know me. I like battle royales, so I yeah. feel like because that. For those of you that don't know, Gridfall is like a little battle royale. It's uh, I think at most sixteen people. Um, so it's not like a massive thing, but sixteen people on a gradually de- uh, shrinking platform. Yeah, I haven't played the other modes yet. Look, what was it? Carnado and Carnado and Stockpile. Yeah, I haven't played those two. Maybe I'll try those two out and see if I like any of those. So my way to describe Stockpile is almost like Domination in Call of Duty, where there's okay. there's three points and you, you have to hold them. Okay. Um, And how it works is that you get uh, so much like Mayhem, where you get points from uh, from causing collisions and doing damage. You get those points, but then you have to cash them in at a bank or at a stockpile. Okay. And then once you do that, so it's like either plus it's plus five in both directions. So if you put in five, the other team needs ten to fully secure the stockpile. So and okay. it's kind it's like a constant depositing of like, all right, I put in three, another guy put in five, so now they have it by two. Then I put in four, so now I'm up by two. So on and so on. And for three points. And I think that the scoring is just like actual domination where it's just seconds 
for the points hold or held. Which okay, it, it's it's fun. I I think it's okay. I think Carnado is really good. Uh, what Carnado is, you get points for doing damage. Uh, your car can only hold so many points. Uh, the max is fifty for normal cars. If you're in your hero car, uh, it is eighty, and there's increments at which you can cash in. Uh, and you cash in by driving into the Carnado that's in the center of the stage. So you can either cash in at 1.5 points, 15, 30, 50, or 80. And if your car blows up for any reason, you lose all those points. I'll have to try it out. Sounds fun. It's I find it very compelling and very, like, uh, I, I, I don't want to say addicting, but, like, almost addicting. Definitely keeps your attention more than the other modes. Yes. Right? And okay. because the thing is, is that like you, you start to play this game with yourself of like, all right, you got 15 points. Do you want to cash in or do you want to keep going and get more points? Like stock and, market. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> but do you want to buy in? Do you want to keep testing your luck, getting those extra points? And, you know, and then, you know, like you might lose it all, you know, it takes one hit to, to one big hit and you lose all your points. And then that's a huge loss for the team because the most I've seen scored in a game, and this is eight V eight is uh 500 has been the most. And that was like a okay. huge outlier. Uh, games typically tend to score teams typically tend to score around 200 points, 200, 300. So like 50 points is like a big freaking deal. Yeah. hundred percent. So yeah, I, I find it incredibly compelling because as much as you're playing a game of trying to hit people and trying to destroy, you're also playing that game with yourself of, you know, how long do I gamble? You know, I'll have to try those modes out and I'll get back to you and see how much I, uh, how much I like them. Yeah. I mean, and heck, you know, it's multiplayer. So, you know, uh, yeah, hop, in, hop in with a couple of people, uh, myself and, uh, Nick B were, were playing that, uh, quite a bit. And he, he was, he was really enjoying, uh, Carnado. I, I yeah, like we'll Carnado to, a lot more than Stockpile. We'll have to get it all like, Oh, we should try uh, and see if we can get eight people. Ooh, yes. That would be a we'll lot try. of fun. Do we know eight people with PlayStation fives? Maybe, maybe. Maybe get maybe get a few uh, listeners in on it. Yeah, we could do that too. Definitely. But yeah, uh, you ready yeah. to to wrap up, Nick? I am ready, Jordan. I'm ready. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you for joining us this week hope you enjoyed this week's episode as much as we did recording it uh once again just a quick reminder it will be going out on all of our social channels tomorrow our twitter our facebook our instagram uh we have another smash tournament on the horizon this one will be a regular one of our regularly run smash tournaments regular rule sets and whatnot that'll be on monday february 22nd at 6 p.m est so keep an eye on that sign up for that uh first prize is going to get a eShop gift card so that's really cool um if you would like to follow me on all of my various stuff, uh, I'm on Twitter at the mechanic at T H E M E C H A N I C K. Um, I know I said last week I was going to get back to streaming the, the, that week. Uh, had a little bit of a delay because I didn't have my chair and I looked stupid because I was sitting like a little ottoman and like I was <laughs> had like my hands like above my head. So uh, I believe this week I should be get, uh, getting back on it, um, streaming Apex, like I said. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash bb underscore pepperoni chan. 
Uh, I also want to send a shout out. Thank you to Danger Wolf for doing the opening and closing of our podcast. Check him out on YouTube and Bandcamp. Support him. He's got some great stuff on there. Uh, Jordan. You can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Twitch at J-O-R-D-O-N-M-A-L-I-C-K. Same handle for all those. Uh, You know, follow me on Twitter and Instagram for my ramblings. And also, you know, puppy pics coming soon. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, And then, yes, uh, Twitch. uh, I'm hoping that I can, you know, still get a couple of streams in with with, uh, puppy taking up a lot of my attention. But uh, hopefully stream some destruction all stars because God, I, I feel like I feel like that's also a very uh, uh, Twitch stream friendly game. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. Well, again, thank you for listening. Share us with your friends. Help us expand our reach. And until next week, join us where we try to hold the Bubsy 3D source code at ransom. Have a good week, everybody. 